0: Today on the Star Parent Podcast, we have Elizabeth, founder of Perfect Moms. She's here to spill the tea on this Facebook group that grows every day. Tune in and thank you for listening to the Star Parent Podcast. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very, very well. Everyone today on the Star Parent Podcast, we have Elizabeth, the founder of Perfect Moms, a Facebook group that is just growing every day. Uh, Elizabeth, I'm so thankful that you're here today. Uh, Actually, when I um, reached out to you, I was speaking with a mutual friend of of ours, uh, and she was telling me that she had joined Perfect Moms when there were about 200 uh, 200 members, and she found the group so inspiring and so helpful. Uh, Elizabeth, how many people are on th- in this group right now?
1: So we're just over 16,000 members. Um, it's for moms only, um, or not moms only, I should say for women only, or for people who identify as females only. Um, and it seems to be growing daily, which is a real blessing.
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's just, um, it's amazing because actually I can't remember when I joined. I think it's when I actually opened my daycare in Verdun. And I was uh, just wanting to be connected to other moms because my son, my first son is quite older. So I wasn't actually in a mom network when I moved to Montreal. But uh, when I joined the group, I, I just noticed that there was such a variety of questions and, and topics and information available. Can you please tell our listeners all about what Fit, Fit the Perfect Moms is about and, and, and what inspired you to create it?
1: So Perfect Moms actually is easily explained by the name. A lot of people are confused what the name means. They think it's a fitness group. But Perfect (laughs) is actually because we named it that or I named it that way because everybody strives to be perfect. And uh, what you realize as you become a parent and move through this life is that you are perfectly imperfect. And so we misspelt the word perfect as perfect um, just to remind us that you don't have to be perfect to be perfect. And we said perfect so that you could be fit in your mind, body and soul because being perfect Um, allows you to have those three areas in your life intact. And even if they're not intact, then you would have an army of moms behind you or women behind you in order to support you in becoming perfect in those three areas of your life. Mm. Um, And so that's where the name was born. The the, the whole platform actually came from the isolating experience uh, you have when you become a parent. I noticed with my firstborn, I felt like I was joining an elite club um, of people that had just had babies. And the reality is there's no speed dating for moms. In fact, you find yourself at home alone with a baby that you've been sent home from the hospital or the adoption agency or the foster home, whatnot. And you have no idea what to do with this child. And I always thought to myself, I wish that I had known a bunch of women who were going through the same experience at me at the same time that I could rely on all of my friends had had babies before me and I found myself completely alone and parents Mm. mops are good like your mom is great but they lived a different world when they had children or had us. Um, and so to ask them for advice you know general advice is okay But the specifics of how to raise children today and what's changed and safety regulations that have changed, they're not quite up to speed anymore. Mm -hmm. And so when I had my daughter, I decided that I would create a platform where you could literally do speed dating, in a sense, for new parents. And it just seemed to catch on and grow exponentially. Um, And one of our priorities in our platform was to be sure that we weren't allowing any bullying or any maltreatment Shaming. of yep. yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, and that's been, I think, the hardest part of running this platform is that uh, women tend to be uh, hormonal, tired, hungry, frustrated, and it's really easy to take that out behind a keyboard. And um, sometimes really? the reminder um, for them to reflect and say, hey, this isn't okay need that little coaxing and that and they get back on track and that's where I feel like perfect moms is the creme de la creme of, of of parenting so we're mm. really proud of that
0: wow okay so a lot of things have come up for me when you were talking the first thing that was about what the star parent uh for me because I've been working with children for already over 35 years and as an early child and educator one thing I know about what makes an ideal parent is somebody who's always learning and always trying to further themselves and, and open themselves up to new ways and new lifestyles because we're really guiding our children along their path. And it can be it's open to whatever they choose to be. So we have to be open to that as well. Um, and so when you were talking about, you know, learning and educating p- moms, that really re- resonated with me because when I had my son at 15, I didn't know anything about Children, And that's exactly why I went into early childhood education right out of high school was to learn about the needs of the child and understand The developmental process and in doing that I learned so much about myself. So for, for me um, Learning about myself is helping me to learn more about the children that I care for so it's almost like we have to parent ourselves in order to parent our children And I don't know if that resonates with you, Elizabeth.
1: Well, actually, it's funny. It brings up a comment that somebody had once mentioned to me is when you have a child, you tend to forget about yourself. And Mm. what you don't realize is that as your children grow up, so are you. Yes. And you're changing and you're evolving. And if you lose sight of that, you're not being true to yourself, therefore you're not being true to your children. So to recognize that you're still going through the same leaps and changes that your children are on a different level and that you need to be kind to yourself because you are growing up alongside your children. Um, You know, once you have kids, it doesn't mean that you stop growing and developing and learning and, 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 you know, becoming a better version of yourself. That doesn't stop once you give birth. You're able to continue bettering yourself and you continue growing up beside your children. And that to me became a really, that was, somebody had told me that before I even actually had children, if I reflect properly. Mm. And it really made me realize, you know, I'm still... You know, ever changing, and my children are going to continuously see a different version of their mother, and I'm going to continuously see a different version of my children, and we can grow up beside each other and become help each other become the best versions of ourselves. Yes, that's that's that's
0: where that's the way the best way. I fully I think. Um... One thing I know for sure. Being a great person, a great parent, a great grandparent, it just means that you're learning. You're always open to new ways of seeing the world because you don't know what you don't know. So you got to be open to grow. Let's go back to Elizabeth. Another thing that came up for me when I was just thinking about when you were talking about hiding behind a keyboard and the shaming... And I think that is such for listeners of perfect moms right now, listening, it's something to tap into. When you feel that sense to shame someone or to 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 comment poorly on someone else's experience, that's actually a gift to tap into what you need to work on for yourself. So that's something I, I've I've learned in the past two years is that when something comes up in you that's negative that's your body's way of saying hey this is what you need to work on so if someone posts something about you know a food or a practice with their child that's irritating to you that's a hello from your from you saying you need to check yourself and find out what what's that all about was there was there a trauma that happened with a child was there a bad experience that you've linked to this feeling and uh, that's helped me actually learn to be a better parent whatever irritates me I myself
1: so I think that that's true Um, and I also think uh, I think that's a very very good point I think the other truth to that is the fact that a lot of the moms that are um, you know kind of keyboard warriors for lack of a better word (laughs) when I actually approach Approach them. Um, the reality is, is that this is the first time, perhaps in the day or the week or the month, mm. that they felt in control, where they felt like they had the power to hurt somebody or to gain some form of control, where otherwise they've been completely out of control. Wow. And the truth is, I find when I approach these people, they are so. Um, they're more often embarrassed and recognize what they've done as being wrong Mm. and are just happy to be able to speak to somebody one-on-one and say, you know what, Mm. I've been living a really hard time right now. I really needed somebody to talk to. And this was the first time that I was able to have responses negative or positive. And it reminds me of children. When they don't have the attention they're looking for, sometimes they're going to act out. Yes, they act out, they get the attention that they need. And so I think children are very much a reflection, like ability to see a reflection of what's happening in an adult world. We're able to control it a little bit more, but the mind seems to keep us in that place. When you're not getting the attention or you don't feel you have the control that you want, you can lash out and suddenly it might be negative attention, but it's still nonetheless it's attention.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so oh, I, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think that it's both of those things actually, to be honest. I think
0: so that's- too. And I'm just like, when you were talking, I was just reaching my arms out to hug you because that's such a great point. It's such a really good good point, like hurt people, hurt people. And just to be able to rise above and be like, wow, it looks like you need attention right now. It, it seems like you're going through something that's difficult. Like just having that open heart, like when you had talked about earlier on when we were chatting about helping people and wanting to help people, you have a background in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that would just, it just, it, it shines when you speak because you just have this ability to be so compassionate and empathetic towards people who are like, I, I am going through that right now. I, I have a, a son who's almost one years old and it's definitely challenging Um, at 45 to meet other 45 year olds with one year olds. It's, it's not that common. (laughs) (laughs) So, and even as an early childhood educator, knowing many activities to do with infants and knowing how to pass my time, there are moments where I actually do feel like, wow, I really wish I could speak to adults and that's exactly why I started the Star Parent Podcast actually was to (laughs) fill my time with some adulting and still learn about what I'm doing at the same time you know and it's just that's why I was so happy to touch base with you Elizabeth because you have so many different um, topics that you talk about uh, in in the perfect uh, group Um, is there a topic that you like talking about
1: I love talking about children. I really mm-hmm. do. I am definitely not a childhood educator in any way, shape, or form. And God bless the people who are because it's not <laughs> an easy job. So I give you a lot of credit. Um, but I love talking about children and seeing the parallels that our my children are going through, and how at the mm. end of the day. When I was pregnant with my first, I researched, you know, everything that is textbook perfect. So I breastfed my children. I made sure that they were eating the right foods, that they were listening to the right educational music. And at the end of the day, (laughs) it's all garbage. And so I like to be the mom now that's able to... Teach the moms that are going through the same thing that I went through with my first yeah. and tell them, you know what? It really doesn't matter. As long as you're happy, yes, that's what matters. And stop stressing. Your house doesn't need to be clean. You don't yep. need to have the organic food. You don't need Thanks. a breastfeed. Thanks. You don't need to have cloth diapers. You could just oh my gosh, yes. What makes you happy? And I love to be able to see that and the most. Um, I guess by talking about children allows me a chance to empower other women and be empowered by other women. Mm -hmm. And that is really exciting. And the other thing that gets me really excited is to hear about female entrepreneurs going for it and Mm. breaking through the stereotype of women can't be, you know, bosses, they can't be owners of businesses and just and just really grabbing the bull by the horns and, and making this world their oyster, no matter how difficult that may be or what challenges they may may arise, like in that mm-hmm. process. And um, and just to see these women really stand up. And I know I sound like a feminist when I say that, and I guess yeah, I a sense, <laughs> but I love to see women really say, you know what? I don't care um, what the world tells me I should be doing. I'm going to choose what I'm going to be doing, and I'm going to do it. And, and then they do it. And it's mm-hmm. I mean, to celebrate with my sisters. It gets me, it gives me all the feels, <laughs> you know, nice. I so those kind of yes. the two things, one of our mottos, our actual motto in um, imperfect in moms is uh, empowered women, empower women. And yes. That to me, um, when I heard that one of my good friends actually Said that to me one day, and I got goosebumps. And I was like, "That's it." I have goosebumps <laughs> right now.
0: I have goosebumps yeah. right now when you said that. I was like, "It's so true." And I'm actually going to be completely honest with you because when you're first talking about first-time moms, like I said, I've been working with children for 35 years, and first times moms freak me out. Like I, I kind of actually stay away from them because they're super intense, totally stressed, worrying about the minute things that are also like, "Oh, I don't want to talk about that because it's like not important," but they think it's important. It's like ah. So when you're saying that, I was like, oh yeah, that's so true. Like I kind of have this like ill taste towards first time moms because of that stress. But now that I'm in it, I can understand because you just want to give your child the best. You really want to do your best, but ultimately it's just taking care of yourself and it's all going to fall into place. So I love that you express this, um, this, this, um, this way how you learn to just relax a bit and and just be more chill with your children and enjoy those moments versus being in trying to control every moment and make sure that everything is so perfect that you you don't really get to be present because we're always thinking about the next thing, right? The the next thing that we got to do. So Mm -hmm. I love that you do that. And the slogan, empowered women, empower women, Mm -hmm. that's, confidence right there because when we put other women down it doesn't necessarily have to be in as an entrepreneur but just just down we're actually hurting ourselves as women mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're 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 setting ourselves back and it's it's such a difficult um bond to have I don't know what it is energetically with women that we just haven't had that solidified bond that that men have um, and, 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 love that, that this group is, is, is structured in that it's so structured in empowering people and bonding with the femininity and, and, and it's just like a sacred bond. So I really, really appreciate Elizabeth, all the things that you do, cause it's, uh, it's, it's, it's magical. empowered women empower women empowered people empower people as well the star parent podcast is new and it's growing and we ask for your support follow us on social media and listen to our podcast every wednesday at four o'clock thank you
1: One of my uh, most proud moments in Perfect Moms, I've had a couple of them, um, but this one really marked me in a big way. Mm -hmm. Uh, We had what we called an empowerment photo shoot. We've done, we did two years, I think, of it, and uh, we had an incredible photographer come to our event um Rachel Dennett from Grey Cat Studio she's just amazing and her husband is they're they're a duo and they just do magic Mm -hmm. and what we did was we said you know the female body is perfect in Mm -hmm. every way shape or form every every wrinkle every bout of cellulite every every tiny little frame every plump frame you know every single one is is perfect um Women that were able to carry babies, women who weren't able to carry babies, women that are married, divorced, single, lesbian, whatever it is, you know, um, every woman yep. is, is absolutely perfect. And so what we decided to do was strip down to our bra and underwear. Some women went topless um, and we stood together in unity, um, celebrating the differences and being proud of what we brought to the table and let me tell you the that the moment that um we the first year we did it we all stood in a circle and we all just looked at each other with our clothes on and we said okay and we 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 talked about how we were going to celebrate it and you know what we were proud of and what we were you know ashamed Mm -hmm. of and then we said, okay, let's get undressed. And everybody took off their clothes. And it sounds ridiculous, but that moment I'll never forget. Um, the, the, all of us stood there in a circle. There was, uh, I, we did it in two batches. So there was 10 one day and 10 the next day. So mm-hmm. a total of 20 women that stood together in, in their undergarments. And we just celebrated. And I f- have never felt. More <laughs> empowered, more beautiful, more respected, and more celebrated than I did in that moment, wow. and um, and so we did that for two years, and it was uh, we ended up taking that picture, and it was sent all over the place. Uh, we even sent it to Ellen.
0: <laughs> nice. This, it makes me think of it makes me think of this thing that we used to do with a bunch of girlfriends and I years ago, and we'd have naked lunches. So we pick once a a month and we meet at someone's house and we'd make sure the house was nice and toasty warm and we'd bring wine and chocolates and sandwiches and stuff and we'd literally strip down and have a naked lunch. And it was great because we'd have these amazing discussions and you just feel, like you said, so empowered and so beautiful. So, yeah, yeah, I can relate to that. I have another question for you. What's something that you do not like talking about? In the perfect moms group what's something that makes you feel uncomfortable
1: um I don't like talking about vaccines that's something that <laughs> really upsets me okay. because everybody that um stands on one side or the other is very strongly opinionated about mm. what you do, and there's no room for negotiation in there and there's never any positivity that comes out of these conversations in my experience so far so that's one thing okay. we don't allow okay. um what else do I not like talking about? Um, yeah, I, I'd say that's pretty much it at, that I can think about off the top of my head is really vaccines. Uh, I find that really difficult. Um, and I've done my best to try to manage it properly so that people can, maintain respect. I've had open conversation platforms where I'll, I'll stay, I'll I'll do a Facebook live and people are allowed to jump in on the conversation and they'll state their point. And as long as they're doing so in a respectful manner, they're able to, to voice their, their side. Um, and I think that the, the conversation is important, but, um, but it's, it's very difficult to moderate. The other thing that I find scares me is when medical advice is being spread um, mm. Facebook, I think that there's a lot of room for medical errors. Uh, and there's a lot of people that are in desperation asking the moms for their experience and their experience mm. is their experience. But it yeah. might not be the right medical information. It yeah, a good outcome out of sheer luck. Uh, yes, so that does that does worry me as well, mm-hmm. um, and I guess I I would just you know I often put out little PSAs saying remember that this isn't the advice of a physician, right? Um, you Smart. need to use your judgment, but those those also make me a little bit um, weary.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I but totally get that. Yeah, I guess those I've... are really makes sorry. sense. No, 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 don't apologize. I just I was sorry. I was just thinking it makes a lot of sense just to cuz I've seen people like post pictures of a rash and be like, "What's that?" and there's like 72 comments it's like, "Oh my goodness, just go to a clinic." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I totally get that,
1: especially in a pandemic, how people yeah two yeah. in the morning, they can, yeah. there's no way they can get in touch with a doctor. Yeah. So many people have lived yeah. through rashes. And like, you know, for sure, someone's going to recognize what it is, but, but they may not recognize what it is something that they might call hand, foot and mouth might end up being a meningitis, a meningitis, a meningitis infection. And instead Mm. of going and seeking medical help right away, and they don't see the other symptoms, they go, well, a mom told me that it's probably just hand, foot and mouth, which it isn't. And their child you know, has some really bad repercussions to pay because Mm -hmm. it gives medical advice straight away. So Mm -hmm. it does make me a little bit nervous. But again, you know, part of being a mom is able to also discuss like back in the day before doctors were as accessible, I guess, as they are today. Well, that's what you did. You called your mom and you said, hey, ma, you know, my kid has this like and you didn't even you weren't even able to send a picture.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and your
1: mom was like, okay, we'll give Benadryl or put them in a hot bath or put some oatmeal <laughs> on that or cream it up or take them to the doctor, you know, and you just went with <laughs> it. <laughs> so,
0: exactly. <you> know. exactly. <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth, where can people find you online? Um,
1: So definitely Perfect Moms, you can definitely uh, join there. We do have a Perfect Moms Instagram. That is not as, uh, I don't really have much time to invest into Instagram, I to be honest. understand that. And we're more about the conversation. I'm very much, uh, I don't like to be look at me, look at me. I'm not that type of girl. Um, and so I find that Instagram uh is more about the Elizabeth show rather than what Perfect Moms is about (laughs) conversation. Um, it works very well for certain people. It's just not my thing. So definitely uh to join us on Perfect Moms and uh you know I'm the admin of the group and my partner is sweet gifty who is also you know salt of the earth type of girl.
0: Yeah Um, she sent me a really nice message. So I'm really thankful that you both responded to me.
1: She's amazing. (laughs) Yeah she's She's something else. Uh, I'm, I, we've been friends for over 20 years, and she makes this platform better than I could have ever imagined it to be.
0: Uh, right. I couldn't
1: have asked for a better partner. So amazing. Well, I'm
0: just, I'm just so thankful that you came today and, and having, being an amazing guest. Um, just wanted to say uh, you're, you're, you're doing a wonderful job for, for us women, and just keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much for being here, Elizabeth, from Perfect Moms.
1: I definitely appreciate the invitation, and it was a pleasure chatting with you.
0: Yes, I ask all our listeners um, what does spiritual parenting mean to you? Because whatever it is, just seek it, ask for it, and do whatever it takes to make you shine. Thank you, Elizabeth. Take care. Bye.